0: Excuse me.
1: Welcome to episode 120 of the Try Games.net podcast. It is Saturday, January 17th, we're recording, and as usual, you probably won't hear this until June uh excellent i'm gonna go out on a limb right now and say that this will either be the worst or the second worst episode in comparison to our post rock band party episode because we're both somewhat sick yeah somewhat sort of uh and i've been playing a lot of peggle so that's nothing to talk about (laughs) um who's been playing book war adventures me too yeah (laughs) but uh i am your host mr chupon Also born as Austin. Uh, And this is Al. Also born as the Antipode. Oh, your mom gave you that name? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, don't make me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Yes, I am uh, recovering from what is either strep throat or the flu. I think it's the the former because uh, I woke up with that uh, I can't uh, swallow orange juice problem. Uh That among other beverages. So... Uh, that was Monday, and then Wednesday I actually, for the first time in I don't know how how many years, I called in sick to work, uh, and I've never. And done, you were really sick. Yeah, I've never done that before. Like I've never called in sick to work before. Like, oh, even, even if you just wanted to bang out a day. Yeah, I I would literally just take a paid time off, and I'd notify like the, the people that this was actually a day off. You know, oh, okay. I'd, be, I'd be honest. But, I'd be like, I'm taking a day off. Um, I'm not going to call him sick. I was actually sick. Uh, I think the last time I called him sick, like legitimately sick was, um, when we were both still working at Mm vault.com and this was actually kind of a bang out day too, but I was feeling, I was not feeling well, but it was not due to my body being sick. It was due to the fact that I had gone to great adventure the night before with some friends and I came back really late and really tired. And when mm-hmm. I woke up the next morning, I just wasn't feeling good. So it wasn't due to, like, a virus or anything. It was just me going, I don't want to put up with shit, so I'm going to call him sick. Mm-hmm. And rest. No yeah. Back. So, I don't know. Which, uh, of course, that uh, that does count as sick. It's a, I'm sick of this shit day. <laughs> so, sorry, Sammer. Uh, that that was the real reason. But since you all were going to get rid of the interns, uh, doesn't matter <laughs> anyways. Yep. That's why, if you want to know why I left in, uh, in freshman year of college, that's why I left, because I knew you guys were getting rid of us. So, anyway, that's Water Under the Bridge. <laughs> what have you been playing? Um, I have been playing, let's see, Casmania, Order of Ecclesia. How long is that so far? Like, how far <clears throat> are you into it, and how much do you think you have to go based on your percentage, and how long is it taking to get there? Uh, I've been playing for eight hours. Okay. I am at the end. Oh. Um, I the feel end is like. hard. Yeah, the real end. Okay, Uh, unless there's something after uh, the end of every Castlevania game. What's the end of every Castlevania game? Dracula Ramirez. Well, (laughs) I kind of meant the location. Oh, uh, the clock tower castle, like staircase thing. Yeah. um, Well, I don't know if they have (laughs) this game, but they have its castle. Right. Um. So its castle is huge it's like, you know, all the stages in the game are like these really tiny, maybe uh, you know, 15, 20 screen type of things where you can finish it in about 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. Draco's Castle, I think I only have 11%, and I've pretty much finished the size of one of the regular levels, and I fought a boss, and now I'm at a point where it's like, everywhere I go, I just have to do so much stuff just to stay alive, so I keep going back to town, and trying to do the quest just to make some progress somewhere. But uh, i probably wind up just dedicating myself to it and finishing it hopefully by the end of the weekend, today, tomorrow. Um, sure. I finally, 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 I'm going to go on my GameSpot blog in pretty much the same words. Finally, finally, finally finished Button Kaitos this week. Oh, yay. I spent 70 hours playing the game. Whoa, wait. Okay, 70 hours out of necessity or 70 hours because you want to get all the side quests? Um, I did do the side quests, but most of my side questing was done uh, while the game was going on. Because there's only really three main side side quests in a game. One where you have to complete a family tree, and basically you have to find this guy's family members all over the world. And once you do that, the guy feels comfortable and, and dies. Because he wants his family to gather before he dies. Um, Then another side can't wait to get to that point. (laughs) Well, it's it's not as bad as um as you would think it is. It's it's actually pretty cool. Anyway, um, another side quest is to bring all these animals all over the world to this lady, and the third is to pick up all the um star constellations uh, that form up a star map. So um, once you pick up all the constellations, then you get stuff too. So it's 50 constellations, like 18 animals or something like that, and 32 people in the um, family tree. So, but 31 of which you have to because one of them is the guy who is asking for help, of course. So is it one of those things where, um, okay, I'm playing the game, I came across this guy, and he wants me to complete a side quest for him. I'm going to continue playing the game, and oh, I came across a constellation, let me mark that down. I'm going to keep playing, oh, I came across another constellation, or is it, I came across this guy that wants me to do a side quest. Okay, now I'm, you know, in order to complete the side quest, I'm going to have to go to this area that is designated for the side quest. Now I'm going to complete the side quest, and it's going to take me X amount of hours because I have to explore in order to scavenger or hunt all these constellations. So, you know what I mean? Like you, mm-hmm. the, the way you said it, I pl- I played the side quest while I was playing the main game, made it sound like it wasn't something that you actually had to go out of your way to do. Exactly. Okay. So if you hadn't done those side quests, those 70 hours would still kind of be 65. They would still be kind of up there. Yeah, it would probably be 65 because of the fact that um, most of the end of the game was me trying to get weapons because I was just kind of scared. I I must admit I did look at a, a fact a couple of times because... It was, some of these boss fights are just it's ridiculous, insane, and ridiculous. And I wanted to just make sure I was on par with what people were doing. And I read this one fact, and this guy was talking about a final, the uh, final dungeon deck guide. And his, he was one of those guys that's like, oh, I gotta have all the best stuff in the game. And if anything I have is less than the best stuff, then it's not worth having. And he made it such that it was like, okay, well, you got to go and get all this other stuff and you have to get these other items that take 72 hours to evolve to be the item that you need at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, in order to get all these, you had to do farming and all that stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to this. But right. I did find some locations of some of the stronger weapons that came from drops and I just spent a little bit of time getting those drops because I was really, really low on strong weapons. It was surprising to see like how fucking my deck was at the end of the game. So then after I spent probably like three or four hours doing that over the course of the week. Uh, oh. I was owning the crap out of everybody. I beat the boss, the last boss. Not the last boss I, I beat the first this? all right, I beat the second and last boss when oh. i trying to reveal anything. In like three turns. And the first hit I did was for 11,000. This boss has 16,000 HP. <laughs> and the first hit I did was um, what they call a full straight sunrise. Full straight. <laughs> Sounds like a drink. <laughs> uh, not full, a final straight. Because basically, you know, you're playing with cards, and the cards have numbers on them. Right. And if you do the cards, one, two, three, because at the end you can do a nine-hit combo. So you do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in order, and that ninth card is a, a finisher. mm you get what's called the final because it's the finisher straight because it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And I think it's called sunrise because you're going from one to nine or sunset because it's one to nine. But if you went from nine to one, it'd be the other way around. Oh, well, one to nine, I think gives you more uh, damage. just like 300 nice. So I did it and it was all his weakness and everything. And it was 11,000. I said, Oh my God, he's almost dead. <laughs> And um, so I was very happy about that, even though I didn't have the deck that the guy said. And I, the, the ending was an hour long. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, it, it, like, literally an hour long? Yeah, I finished oh, the game at 7. And I just saw the end. I took a picture of the, the end so I could put it on my blog. 8, like, oh, 03. Oh, God. The sun was up. And I was like, oh, my God. because was funny is that it was 6 o'clock when I started the last two bosses. And I guess it took me an hour to beat the, the last two bosses. Jesus. Because it was seven when I finished. <laughs> that sounds like the last remnant. Yeah, except this is not a strategy game. Uh, so, yeah, I finally finished. I think Kaito, so I'm very happy about that. So then after that, um, I went to check on my progress in Neo Contra. And Neo Contra is that kind of game that um, you could beat in an hour if you just focus yourself. So I'm running on helicopter blades. Yeah, um, I, I feel like um, you know, off my backlog because there's only five missions in the game and I played it for about two and a half hours and I got 100% on the first level when I played this morning. I died three times, so it came up to 97%. And it just doesn't save the progress. So I'm like, all right, I can just play this whenever I want. So I'll probably take this on backlog. Um, and then after that, I... Decided to play Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe on my newly returned Xbox 360. <laughs> oh no. oh no, man! no! no! That was such a terrible song, and my fr- Dave is like, "It's a, it's, you know, it's the really most important, you know, techno song." I'm like, "Shut up, Dave." <laughs> And he has a reason for it, but I don't care. It's stupid. Anyway. Funny. Um, Go ahead, TV. Sorry. Yeah. So, with the Xbox, uh, I got it back yesterday. Xbox. And they replaced my faceplate because um, the little slot where you put in the DVD, the DVD. The slot where you put in the USB plugs. Yo. You know, it flips back when you put in the wire. Yeah. It broke on mine. I don't understand how, but it Oh. So they know. replaced it. Faceplate, so now I have a working USB flap. Nice, yeah, that was nice of them. Um, maybe they should replace everybody's unit because they all break and they're stupid. Yeah, even though my Xbox is a little dirty around the, the sides and whatnot, I don't, really, I don't care about that. Oh ew! Um, I had to go through the uh, effort of relicensing a lot of my stuff, but oh. I, I'm not even bothering. It, it, <coughs> it definitely needs to play something and it says that she can't, then I'll relicense that, because I went relicense most of my games, and I realized, man, I'm going to have to relicense all those um, Rockman tracks that I downloaded. Oh, God. So I'm not doing that. It, 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 you Wait, so it it, it it. gives you the opportunity to do it once you start playing it, right? So you're just going to wait till that happens, and then you'll do it? Yeah, because basically what happens is if I don't relicense it, it only works when I'm signed as my name. Right. So... Um, since I'm always signed in as my name, I don't really have a care about it. I'm usually right. the only person who plays. And if Evelyn's gonna watch something on Netflix, she uses it on, under my name. Usually, if she plays something and I'm not home, she will play under my name. I'm like, play under your name so you get achievements. She don't care about achievements. Right. But I'm trying to get her to care about achievements. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, it's the devil. Leave her alone. Well, like, maybe she'll have something to do. She would suck that it don't. But I just. Uh, so yeah. Um. Then I was looking at, you know, hard drive space because sooner or later I'm going to have to get Ninja Gaiden back on my hard drive.
0: Oh. And,
1: oh. Ninja Gaiden takes up 5.9 gigs. I now have 5.6 gigs after downloading Interpol and And um, Wait, 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 wait. That photo hunt game took up a lot of sp- – up- No, it was like a hundred okay, and five max, Oh, okay. Something like that. That's not that bad. But um, I, had, I had 5.7 gigs, I guess. So I guess, you know, I just went under 5.7 and went into 5.69, I guess, uh-huh. so I downloaded those two games. I also downloaded the um, the King Pack upgrade. I bought that for Castle Crashers, just because, why not? It's $2. Um, support Behemoth. And, uh, yeah, uh, I can't even think of what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, so I have 5.6 gigs free on my hard drive. Now, in order for me to free up the space, so that I can download an intro guide in, I will most likely need to clear up probably a gig or two just, you know, to be nice. The easiest way I can free up a gig is to download, is to delete the Death Magnetic album because that's one button as 1.3 gigs. Boom, right. Just like that, right? You know where most of my space is taken up, right? Rock band stuff. Rock oh. band stuff. Which is not kind of like buy anything in particular except for every song has its own uh, entry. So technically, if I wanted to just kind of get rid of songs that maybe I wouldn't play, uh, I would do that. And, you know, I don't really have parties like that anyway, but as for me personally, I would probably want to play every song in one way, shape, or form. I might want to play a, get a song on drums. I might want to play a song singing and things like that. So I can't just say I want to delete all the songs from Rock Band 1 because I have to go and delete 50 songs individually. Sucks. Wait, but... What, what, what else is on there that, because, I mean, you had Ninja Gaiden on there before, and then all of a sudden, magically now, uh, now like, it's taking up more space. Is it, maybe it's just the, uh, well, are you sure, it's not just the interval? Uh, well, yes, I'm sure. This is what happened. I had Ninja Gaiden on my hard drive, and I had uh, everything else on a hard drive, but then I had, like, one gig left. And so I deleted Ninja Gaiden so I could have space. Mm. And I downloaded, all of the rock band songs off the disc, which is one point something gigs. Mm. I downloaded Death Magnetic, which is another one point something gigs. And um, I think that covered the gap because I had six or seven, I think I had six and a half gigs after I deleted Ninja Gaiden. And those two gigs there, pretty much, I think maybe I had seven because it turned out to be 5.6. At where I am now, so five point six. and then I probably had seven point six, seven point seven after I deleted. Ninja you got it. So I removed five point nine gigs. Added two point six gigs. And, you know, it's all rock band, guitar hero. Hey Microsoft, you know how Sony lets us put our own hard drives in their consoles? Maybe you should do
0: that too. Just yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just saying.
1: Just saying. You know, as, as kind of a, as kind of a karmic. As as kind of a a a karmic way to make up for the fact that you produced a a console that breaks all the time, and charge one hundred and eighty dollars for uh, what a hundred and one hundred eighty? I think I thought they charged you a hundred. Oh, you mean the hard drive? I thought you meant for the repair. No, no, no. I'm talking about for the hard drive. Yeah, one hundred and eighty dollars for that Ely hard drive. It's a hundred twenty gigs, right? Yep. I think it's one hundred twenty gigs for one hundred eighty dollars. Let me see if they lowered the price. It might be 150 now, 120 gigabytes. Exp- ah, it's one of the first things that come up. 135, still not cheap enough. Nope, I won't even have somebody buy it for me. <laughs> You're like, that, it that's how expensive it is. It's like you know, usually if something is maybe a little, a little bit out of your reach, you really want it, You'll tell somebody to get it for you because they're spending the money, and not you. I wouldn't even want somebody to spend the money on that. It makes no sense. 120 uh, gigabyte laptop hard drive. Let's see. Uh... It's giving me laptops. Excellent. I want a hard drive, not a laptop. Excellent. Uh, look at that. Western Digital external USB hard drive, 160 gigs for $73. bucks. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, finally, just so that I can get off of the what I have been playing a bit. Oh, yeah. You're still on that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a friend of mine at work. She has a PSP, and I was helping her with getting her PSP online or whatnot. And she told me what games she had, and so I borrowed a couple of them. Um, I managed to play two minutes of Tomb Raider Anniversary Edition, which oh. doesn't seem so bad. Um, it's based off the Tomb Raider Legend engine, and of course it's a remake of the first one. right? Really extra stuff, because I don't remember starting out in any snow-covered uh, land in the first Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that, that was also 15 years ago, so I don't know. Uh, no more triangle polygon boobs. <clears throat> yeah, now it's like... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> they're like bags of sand. Yeah, bags of sand in your hands. <laughs> um, I also played... Did I play anything else? Lonely Untold Legends, which I hear is a slightly less indecent Diablo clone. Uh Untold Legends two, which is a slightly better but slightly less indecent Diablo clone. Um Tomb Raider. Wait, is that is that the one that Tony kept calling your Diablo emulator? I mean soaks. Probably. <laughs> um it was it's a funny thing, it's made by Sony Online Entertainment and you know, everybody says that they could have done a lot better by bringing champions of NORAF as opposed to this game. As opposed to creating something brand new, but I digress. I also have Ace Combat 10, mm-hmm. just because, who knows? I might actually... Just because, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and Lord of the Rings Tactics, which... Whoa! I forgot that that existed. I'm probably going to just look at, and then get back to it and say, yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was... Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. See, I'm actually strangely interested in, um, what's it called? In R-type tactics. Oh, R-type command, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. R-type command, whatever. Yeah, I, I kind of looked at it for a couple <laughs> seconds. I had, um, tried it out, and I actually never really got to try it out uh, in depth. So, I don't know. One day I'll probably pick it back up. One day. What else have you been playing? I have not been playing anything. Else. Shit, I'm trying to stall so I don't have to talk. Uh, <coughs> uh, um, Well, if you want to stall, I um, I what did I do? Fail. Oh, I put in Final Fantasy XII in my PS2, and I'm very disappointed with how these graphics look on my TV. <laughs> really? Oh my God! It's like somebody spit all over the screen. Oh, cause it, yeah. <laughs> Because it's all uh low res It's not 480p you can't i uh, you can't even put it in 480p I would be happy What? at least I don't know th- it doesn't have a progressive scan option in the game, and I don't think there's a button that you can hold to tell the system to tell the ps2 to go pro scan Google.com uh final fantasy twelve progressive scan. Let's see. Uh, Final Fantasy XII update. PlayStation Two music. at Gamespot.
0: <laughs>
1: let's see. Progressive. Uh, yeah. Okay, so they're saying the demo doesn't have progressive scan. Okay, so let's see what they say about the real. Uh, oh, widescreen support is a nice addition and is present, but apparently progressive scan was not possible. Thank uh, review from RPG Rewind. So okay, no pro scan. No. You know what and that wide means. Widescreen doesn't really make things much better anyway. You know what that means? Yeah. Get a PS3. Well, it, it uh upscales it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have to see it. I don't want a PS3 anyway. But anyway, um, oh, I uh yeah I did that. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could talk about. You can purchase a uh, you can buy it now for three forty, Sony PS3 forty gig with no backwards compatibility. <laughs> well, that's what PS2 is for. Yeah. So I can't play the PS two game that I'm talking about. Well you, you you can just not not in, in a way that pleases your eye. Oh, but wait. You said it had no backwards compatibility. Oh oh, oh I thought you were I, I thought I thought uh I, I thought you were talking about your current situation, not the PS three. Oh, no yeah. I, I yeah. I was saying I would wind up getting a PS three and then wouldn't be using it for the purpose of which we were discussing does your tv maybe your tv has an output mode of, of 480p um, i don't think that would help at all but well my tv outputs in 480i 480p 720p 1080i 1080p so, so when i play the playstation if it's not in pro scan it'll be in 480i right but like for example when i put um uh that that game God of War yeah that one That <laughs> game God of War <laughs> It has a pro scan option. Oh, with the, and the titties option. and the naked guy. Yeah, the one, with the, titties. Um, the, one the, the option menu has pro scan. So I select that and that makes everything look really nice. Scan. Boom. I was gonna say I'm wondering if your T V has an option where it'll process the picture for you, but then that that's what introduces lag usually. So never mind. Yeah, I don't think <sighs> Other than its little game mode, which quote-unquote accelerates the output. Um, so, that is all I've been playing. What have you been playing? Strep Throat. Excellent. I lost, but I'm winning now. No. Yay. Uh, I, uh, I finished the campaign in Age of Empire Mythologies. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to go through some of the skirmishes and scenarios. Uh, that game is freaking deep. Like, it, um, it I don't know. I have never played Age of Empire, Age of Mythology, on which it's based, mm-hmm. but I have played, you know, the Age of Empire games, actually after the fact. After I played the DS versions, I played the uh, the PC version of Age of Empires 2, which I also like. But like I've always said, they they managed to to capture the depth and like all the all the um the intricacies of building up like a skill tree
0: mm-hmm. and all that
1: stuff. Um, what I like about this one is that Number one, they uh, they have achievements, not like achievement points, but like just like all these games that are coming out now have like achievements and they call them achievements, even though they're really not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the, the reason why I like it is just because it gives me um, it kind of gives me a list of stuff that I should be doing. Uh, oh. the, re- the reason why I don't really care that much about uh, Xbox achievements is that like a lot of the stuff is like uh, like they award you points for beating a level, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Or they also award you points for doing something so so totally outrageously crazy, like it, like in the uh, off of Xbox 360 for a second, and onto Steam. Like there's a um, there's a Steam achievement for Half Life Two, um, <clears throat> in which you get an achievement for stomping on all these little bugs, every oh, single every single one of these larvae in the game, every single one. I guess that no, set them out. I, I I don't know if it's, I think it's a set amount, but like it's like there are a lot of them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's a larva, and it's really small, and you have to find and step on them, and it's like yeah. it's like okay, I'll get achievement points for that, but why do I care? Why yeah. why are you you know put even putting this there? Why should I bother, other than to just get a little pop that says achievement unlocked? Oh look at me, I, I'm better than you because I unlocked this. Who cares? Uh, I don't. People do. That's great. That's fine. It's fun for them. It doesn't add anything for me, but. The achievement list in this game is like a whole bunch of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily do throughout the course of the game, but sometimes it would help. Like, for example, you get an achievement for using a peasant to beat down somebody. Ah, okay. Um, And like how in Castle Crashers, you can get an achievement for beating the first boss with playing as one of his minions. I guess it's like yeah because I, I haven't played that so i don't know but it's like um it, it's you know usually use them to build farms and shit you know what are they gonna do fight someone with their hoe yeah uh, sorry that was bad fight someone with their like tractor the trailer or hoe hoe well, tra- <laughs> okay we know what kind of hoe we talking about oh ho, ho ho but like yeah but it's it, it was to the point where there was um there was a, a guy who was attacking one of my crew and I had whittled him down to maybe a few hit points left. But it's the type of enemy where as long as he still has some life left in him, he can still hit pretty hard mm-hmm. no matter how weak he is. And so I'm like, I got to get rid of him now. And so the only thing I had in range was a peasant. And so I sent him after him and I killed him. I'm like, all right, I had to do that because that's part, that's part of how, you know, I'm going to keep myself safe. Mm-hmm. That was a tactic that I decided to use. And then the game goes, sacrificial lamb achievement unlocked. I'm like, oh. this game game has achievements and then when I beat the level I looked at the list of achievements and you know there's a whole bunch of stuff that you know that's reasonable but of course they have the same like oh beat all the Greek levels achievement and that's you know that's whatever yeah because you'll get that eventually yeah but you do get points not for a game score but to unlock stuff and that's 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 the other reason why it's good here is like if I could unlock stuff with achievement points, but you know, they tried to do that like you win a T-shirt or something, or you win Fusion Frenzy too. Oh, big whoop! But um, uh, like in the, like within its own game, it works. So it's like unlock maps, unlock gods, unlock powers, um, and then unlock uh, scenarios and all that stuff. So it's 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 got a lot of stuff to it. It's it, uh, quite a bit of stuff that the original, not the original, I'm sorry, the Age of Kings. Kind of had, but not to that extent, um so yeah i um it it's it's one of those games that I think people won't really give a shit about, but I think they should, like if they like strategy in any in any sense, they should you know give it a shot
0: mm-hmm.
1: um I mean everyone's like, oh, civilization revolution is you know the greatest thing since water, and it's like it may be, maybe it is, but if you like that, then you know don't overlook the age of empires once, like I don't know how well they do commercially commercially, so. But I know Majesco published the first one that you played that I that I showed you. <clears throat> right, the Age of Kings. Age of Kings, yeah. And then now it's uh, THQ. So I don't know if that's a result of Majesco going under, which I mean they're still there, they're still alive, or if it's a result of like it didn't do well, so Majesco was like, "Fuck it, we're not going to do this anymore." Uh, THQ, you go ahead, take. Couldn't, couldn't afford to publish that game. Yeah. Sold it. it it's really funny. It's it, it's it's by a different publisher, which is THQ, and it's by a different developer, which is Gryptonite Games. Oh really? Uh, the developer for Age of Kings is Backbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's got the same problems. <laughs> so I'm I'm guessing that, that like Backbone was oh, just like, like the same. Yeah. Sure. They were are like here, take the engine. And they made it a lot prettier, but it's that whole thing where like you get a lot of people on screen, the game starts to slow down. So yeah. it's like could you have fixed that maybe please? Thank you. Um yeah. Oh, and the, the, what pisses me off the most is that the touchscreen sensitivity is way too precise. You have to click. It's an isometric game based on a grid. Right. So you have to like tap almost exactly in the center of the square. And because it's isometric, it makes it a little bit harder to know where the center is. Right. So if I'm trying to move a unit, I kept on bringing up the menu. Oh, great. Because, because you when weren't you weren't actually clicking Yeah. the unit. So that really pissed me off. I, I liked using the stylus for, um, for Age of Kings. When in some cases, not like, like I used a mix of the stylus and the buttons, and it worked out fine, but in this, I had to stay with the buttons. But anyway, uh, after that, uh, in my illness, I, um, because I, I was miserable and in my hotel room, uh, I, I started downloading all, of whole no, actually, no, I was at work on Monday, and I was just like, you know what, this is the first week I kind of have free because I already took my exam and I I, I sent in my application or I'm sending it in, and, and and most of the work's done, so let me download some stuff on Steam. So I plugged my laptop into the work network and started downloading my C games onto my laptop too. Um, and so when I got back to my hotel room and when I, you know, when I was uh, coughing up blood—not blood, but yellow—yellow yellow blood, yellow phlegm—which uh, pathologically speaking means that your body is responding to pathogens. Um, <clears throat> I played. Let's see. Let's look at that. Look at my list. I played a whole bunch of World of Goo during a conference call. Good but i but i didn't want to think about it because i wanted to pay attention to the conference call so i played like the first two levels again uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry the first chapter again because i already gone through it i just kind of wanted to do something right um, but i listened to the conference call and i paid attention cuz i'm good like that uh but yeah i the other reason for that is because i forgot to move over my save files like onto a disk so uh,
0: all geez, the
1: yeah all all the stuff that i uh played uh at home didn't carry over so the other thing though, is that I'm wondering if the Steam Cloud will support save files or just settings. I'll support save files, too, because that would be great. I would, too. It's just that I I start to think about some games and how big their save files are, and will they be able to support that, you know, for free. So, but, um, yeah, I was playing World of Goose, so I replayed Chapter 1. Um, I I played two hours of Peggle. (laughs) I haven't even played Peggle yet. Peggle is, like, the most useless thing on the face of this earth, and I'm not saying it because it's not fun. It's, 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 it's entertaining, and it's fun, but it's so useless. Like, in terms of, um, you point, like, you're, you're, you, you aim your little thing, like, uh, mm. you know how in Bust a Move or, uh, or Puzzle Bobble? Like, you have the thing on the bottom that you aim. Right, and you shoot the ball. It's like, for anybody who hasn't played Peggle yet or hasn't seen Peggle, I don't know who okay. you who, or you haven't seen it? Wow, well, I've seen pictures. I haven't actually okay. seen in motion. But that's what I mean. Like, you've seen pictures, so you get the gist of... And, and, yeah, it's a casual game. I understand that. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's so weird how this useless thing is so entertaining. But it's like, even Bookworm Adventures Deluxe, which you saw me play, mm. uh, which is also a casual game, like, at least you have to think up of words to come up with. Right. And this is just like, Wee It's like one of those games that in the casino, or not the casino, or like the amusement parks, which which has like the moving ledges and you have to, you have to, uh, you have to, to, to insert the coin or the quarter just at the right time so that it like goes in the right places and pushes out a prize. And, you mm-hmm. know, uh, 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 you know, that's what it is. Then I played it for two hours. Wow. And then, yeah, I played bookworm adventures again for 1.7 hours. It says, uh, cause I like making long words, but, uh, apparently all I can do is eight letter words. Um, uh, mm-hmm. And then before that is, I think I, uh, I think I played a whole bunch of Half Life Episode Two, um, after the podcast last week. Um, and as I have nothing additional to say except that it's awesome, uh, mm-hmm. and that it's again the best Half Life uh, of the series so far for me, for me. I haven't played all the way through Half Life Source, so give me a break on that. I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm uh, trying that too. I'm stuck on chapter five and motherfuckers are shooting at me. I I, I die. <laughs> I don't understand. That's another I feel like I suck at these games. Did you shoot back? Yes. Did you hit them? and, and <laughs> then it sounds like there's this like the helicopter they're dropping bombs and something I can't even see the bombs explode. I don't know. I, I just are, have a are feeling you looking at the screen. Am I looking at the screen? Yeah. What do you mean? Did you look at the screen to see where the bombs explode? I'm being an no, ass. I, no, I, it doesn't I, show anything. It's I, like I hear. <laughs> and I'm like, being an ass because you were like, because I'd be get asked cause what because of what you said. Like you're, I mean, but they Half-life, shoot me, I die. Yeah, because Half Life is a shooter, so you expected to shoot at you. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, this, but did you shoot half- back? This is what I hate about Half Life, and, and maybe it's me. Like I said, when I encounter human beings in Half Life. They are always better than me. They always shoot, like, on point, on target. I could be shooting them in the face, and I won't be killing them like they're killing me. As opposed to headcrabs. Yeah, like headcrabs, easy. Boom, shoot them, dead. Boom. You know, the turrets, shoot them, dead. Boom, no problem. Then the people come out, and it's just like, I can't kill them efficiently. If if I get through a group of three people, I'm... Well, I'll tell you what, in half... Two things, actually. First thing with the exploding bombs that you can't see, maybe it's an issue with the source engine, because all they did was take the Half Life assets and slap it into the source engine, and and that was the you know the old Half Life was built on the Quake engine, so maybe there is some discrepancy there. Um, The other thing about shooting people like twenty seven times and not killing them uh, in Half Life Two, it takes me like uh, it takes me at least five shots to um to kill somebody. Some Somebody who's a humanoid figure, not even mm-hmm. an alien. Some aliens take seven shots or whatever. It takes mm-hmm. me at least five shots to kill, like, a fir- like one of the first combine soldiers you come across. Like, uh, well, maybe it's not that bad because, like, they're wearing body armor, and it's only a handgun that you have. But it seems... Yeah, I'm shooting with, like, time. a shotgun and a, you know, a little machine gun, and they're shooting at me with the machine gun. Okay, so they lighten up at that because shotguns do down people in one or two shots in Half-Life 2. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe Half-Life is just like that. Yeah, what it's up? like I have to run around like a madman, it's just like a bum these people and just shoot, 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 shoot a shotgun and like blow right in in their torso. It's it's crazy. Oh. I like be gangster with them, but then at this part where I'm at, I like go up the elevator, and there's these three guys who like if they see you, they will come to you and kill you. Um, I'll kill them, and I'll come out into the open, and I can't tell where I'm getting hit from, but I got. Huh. So that's that's what I, that's where I am or where I have been for the past couple of weeks, and I put it down, and I was like, I'm not playing this right now. Are you going to skip to Chapter 6 eventually at some point if you get sick of it? Maybe. <clears throat> that's what I like about Half-Life Source. They give you that opportunity. What I want is ha- like a real Half-Life Source, though. And by that, I mean like, don't just slap the old assets in there. Make it look pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, Make it look like Half-Life 2 Episode 2. So. Right. Um, Which is what I thought Half-Life Source was, but um, it wasn't. What it, You know, I have the original Half Life still. Right. But I don't mind having Half Life Source because I only paid like $10 for it or $5 for it. I think it was $5. I think what it does is um, some of the assets that, uh, that depend on the engine in terms of uh, effects, mm-hmm. they work. But because they use the, the assets straight from the original Half Life, like the Source engine isn't going to magically add polygons of course not. to a character model nor is it going to magically uh, super up-res, really, really low-res uh, textures. So what you see is water effects that look really good in a really, really shitty-looking bathtub. <laughs> and I think the flashlight, and I could be mistaken, but I feel like the flashlight is also real-time now, where before it was kind of just a texture that... It's like, like, the, like uh, Luigi's Mansion for GameCube. The, I don't think the lighting was real-time. No, I don't think so. So, like what they did was they made lighter versions of every texture, and so when you show when you when you shine your flashlight on those walls, they replace themselves with the brighter textures. And they do a really good job of it. It looks really good. But it's not real lighting. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think the old Half-Life did and this Half-Life actually uh this Half-Life source actually uses real. I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. Any nerds feel free to debunk this. I don't give a shit. Uh yeah, that's what I've been playing and uh my throat's dying, so we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got an email. What's this? Oh, email from Nintendo. Recent release. Oh, Wii Shop Channel mm-hmm. stuff I don't care about. I got that too. Well, they, they have a Three, but you probably have that already. I don't, but I heard about that before. I oh. thought this was a. Uh, oh, you know why I'm saying that is because like you know how they always like give you the email like like a couple of days late. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Well, uh, but like I. Six days late. I really want Jungle Speed. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want that um that beach game. That fan castle game? What I don't <laughs> that looks yeah. like shit. I don't know. All this oh weird shit is, is garbage. Like I, I can't stand what they're doing to it. Mm-hmm. It's like give us back lost wins. Do stuff like that more, please. Yes. Yeah. Some semblance of the news, which, you know, I didn't really pay attention to because I was and sick. And I was busy. And you were busy. Um, but actually, we're going to do something different. And go with the mailbag first, just because uh, it'll totally ruin the mailbag if I do the news first. And here's why. Kelly May writes in and says, So, are you going to talk about the Halo 3 killer? Seriously, if you haven't heard about it, check it out. And so, actually, yes, we are going to talk about the Halo 3 killer. I hope that answers your question. Moving on. But yes, we are. Um, it's actually the second story in our news bit. But uh, we'll get to that after the mailbag. Um, Matrix says, Thank you guys for answering my question about emotionality on games in so many ways. You guys gave me even more food for thought. The stuff about the Uncanny Valley comparing emotional response of one game example to one film example. Different perspectives from Tony and OutHelp helped too. I was blown away by just the amount of depth and lateral thinking you guys went into. and just wanted to give a thank you. You guys are clearly one of the best! Yay! You guys are clearly one of the best video game related podcasts ever, with a three person listenership, and I never cease to surprise. <laughs> I added that three person listenership there um, to, to help a to help a um, what's it called to help a fellow three person listenership podcast out there. Uh, he's got a podcast of his own. Uh, you can get it at his Gamespot profile. It's GameSpot.com slash users plural slash Digi underscore Matrix. So that's D as in dildo. I as in infectious disease, G as in uh, gonorrhea, and I again underscore M as in marmalade, A as in asshole, T as in tatas, R as in rubella inoculation, I is I as in inoculation, which I just said, mm-hmm. X as in xlm2k.blogspot.com. Ah, shameless plug. So yeah, so yeah, again, www.gamespot.com slash users slash digi underscore matrix. And he's got a, uh, his latest podcast episode is his picture 2008. I think we're the only podcast out there that doesn't do 2008 game of the years. And no matter what Pete wants to do, he'll hear this. And next week he's gonna go, all right, let's discuss what our best games of 2008 are. And I'm going to say half-life two, <laughs> because I'm sorry. That's what I played in 2008. Um, uh, finally, I had a message from uh, Supersonic. He says, "This is a hard one. Each of you choose two multiplayer games. You may select the same games. I guess that means that you and I can both select the same two games. Mm-hmm. One that managed to have you cooperating with your teammates to teammates to an enjoyable extent, and one that did not succeed. Oh, I can't read. I'm sorry. One that managed to have you cooperating with your teammates to teammates to an enjoyable extent, and one that did not succeed in having a similar effect on me." What distinguished the former from the latter, and are there any specific elements of a game's multiplayer that helped to immerse you? Uh, I play far fewer multiplayer games than you do, so if you would do me the favor and go first, and I'll try to think about it. Okay. Um, I'll start with a multiplayer game that did not succeed to have an enjoyable cooperation uh, element to it. Okay. That would be Gauntlet... Um Legends is that what it's called? No. What was the Dreamcast Gauntlet called? Uh I think it was called Gauntlet Legends. Let's see. While you while you talk I'll find that. Alright, yeah. So that game. Um there are a lot of multiplayer elements of multiplayer games that are missing from this game. Um, this game easily allows people to hoard uh, items because oh. at the same time as you're working together to kill monsters, you're also serving yourself with money and food. Um, I had a pretty bad experience with a certain person who remained nameless. Uh, time out for a second? <laughs> not not time out, but uh, to to thanks <laughs> interrupt you. Um, it was Gauntlet Legends, and it came out on both N64 and Dreamcast. Yes, was I correct? With like, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for for <laughs> dropping all kinds of uh, uh, anonymity from this particular. Nobody person. knows that though. Yeah, except nobody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, so I was playing, and this particular person uh, would get very spiteful, and they would take deliberately all the food for themselves. And all of the magic and all of the money. Motherfucker oh, be mooching that food. Um, you know, and there'll be people who need to get food and say they may mistakenly uh, pick up something that this person wanted.
0: <laughs> Once that
1: happened, every time this per- the other person who had made the error wanted something, this person would take it spitefully. And that really made me dislike playing that game. And not even that game with that person, but just that game, period. Right. This game not fun anymore. Um, I want to play a game that managed to have me cooperating with my teammates to an enjoyable extent. I'm going to put out Left 4 Dead. Okay. Left 4 Dead is the ultimate game that can get four strangers who are cooperative in nature to have a wonderful <laughs> time playing with each other. And to have four friends play that game is even more of a blast just because of the the insanity that occurs when things happen. And, you know, you get into a situation where a horde comes and you guys are backed into a corner. And you got one person kneeling in front of the other one and he's shooting like crazy and you're shooting like crazy. And then you got the other one that's standing on the side shooting like crazy. And someone will be like, pipe out and throw out the pipe bomb and all the horde will run over to the pipe bomb because it blinks. Or it'll be a Molotov, and you throw a Molotov. It's like Molly out, boom, Molly, Molly out. out, Molly out, Molly out. What? And you know, dudes are on fire and stuff. You gotta run so you don't get set on fire too. And just that that camaraderie of we gotta get from here to there, and no one's left behind, is that 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 is really an enjoyable element of cooperation done in a video game. Cooperation. All right. See I'm having difficulty with this one. i, I uh, but I'm gonna try. and I don't know if this is what um, I don't really know if this is what y- you had in mind when you asked us the question, but um, but this is the thing the best thing I can come up with
0: okay. for
1: a multiplayer game that I that, that did not have a success. actually, no, no, I actually have a better one. I was going to say uh, any NBA game, not because okay. of the people I was playing with, you know, I had a problem with not at all, but it's just it's just really hard to coordinate. Um, like, unless you are actually very knowledgeable in the sport of basketball, which a lot of times, like, either I'll be playing with someone who's vastly more knowledgeable than I am, or mm-hmm. the other, or the other way around. Like, it, it's hard to kind of get in the rhythm, but that's not, I, I'm gonna, I'm actually I going. I think that that's valid, but, um, use, some, use the other thing. Maybe. Yeah, I'd rather use the other thing, because that's more, um, more, what's it called? Um, what's it called? Uh, Unreal, un, I'll say Unreal Tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, because whenever I played, it's not that I didn't enjoy my time and playing with people, but I don't. I, I, I played. I, I enjoyed it mostly because we all just kind of went lone wolf. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the the closest thing to kind of team play that ever arose out of that was "Don't Be an Ass." Right. I, I can understand where you're coming from with that. It was a co-op type of game that no one ever actually did any co-oping in. Right, and it's like I was trying, and and maybe this is due to my lack of skill in that game, but I also um, I also um, what's it called, was was in a clan for a little bit, mm-hmm. and it with people much better than me most of the time, but like in general, it was just kind of a, uh, and maybe I just don't know how clans are run, and I don't know what's the norm or whatnot, but it just didn't feel like uh like we were getting anything done. <laughs> That, that i think that's kind of like how most clans are it's like they'll play against other clans now and then and they'll go through like little training exercises here and there but unless they're you know super super serious and all they do is play this game and nothing else and know the games not really much else in life then they're not really going to take it anywhere they're just you know they may take the action to a public server and they'll all join the same team and have fun, you know, icing the other team. But it won't be like, uh, okay, we're going to organize some clan matches and we're going to participate in some ladders and all that other crap. Right. that's how general, like, the, <clears throat> oh, let's just come up with a tag name. Everybody has the same tag name. So you have some camaraderie type of clan. In. Yeah. And outside of that, like, when I was playing normally, it just kind of, like like I said, the whole Lone Wolf thing, Lone Wolf thing, I think the defining factor between this and what I'm about to talk about in in a couple of minutes is it's arcadey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You run over health packs. You you get these crazy, insane weapons that have alt fire and all this shit. And you get on crazy maps like CTF face, where the two big towers and like someone always wants to snipe, and then people get into bitch fights over who's sniping and whatnot. <laughs> um, what's it called? You, you've got uh you, you've got uh. uh spawning, so, like, it's, it's all about, it's basically just deathmatch with two teams, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's capture the flag, like, like, you, you, you have a huge, it's not like you're out for the round. Right, and you compare that to the game that does make teamwork cooperatively really, really, like, really intense and enjoyable, Counter-Strike. I know, yep, (laughs) I was gonna say, I think I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. It's you know especially because you have to be really careful and so it, for and I and I'm I'm assuming that's the same way as as with Left for Dead, um, because once you die you're then a zombie like you, you you don't get to play as a human anymore for the rest of that round right? Well that's in versus mode but in standard campaign once you die you are dead and you can only come back if they rescue another survivor quote unquote and they're usually hiding in closets. Uh. Ah. Yeah. So basically, you have to watch people play the game until your timer is up, and then somebody will be like, hey, help, 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 and then they'll open up the closet and then you can play again. Oh, okay. But most of the time... Wait, sorry to interrupt. No. Uh, most of the time, what's funny about Left 4 Dead is that if you don't play too well, you're going to spend most of your time, like, um, not incapacitated, because incapacitated is like you're not able to move, but... There's two statuses that you have. You have your normal status where you're able to run around and shoot stuff. And then you're in there's this yeah, injured status where you're leaking and your health is constantly going down. And in order to keep your health up, you need to, um, you know, pop pain pills, which basically boost your health, and then it ticks down. And then it comes to a point where if you keep getting incapacitated over and over and over again and you keep getting helped up and keep getting incapacitated you'll come to a point where you can't really walk. <clears throat> you like It's salty. a crawl, right? And you, you're not even crawling. You're stumbling. And you're not keeping up with the team. And God forbid you have to fight a tank. You'll never get away from that thing. Right. So, um, yeah, if, if you're not in, injured or anything like that, you're going to wind up dead and having to wait. Right. You, you just reminded me of something that I forgot to mention in what we've been playing. Um, I got Grid, the racing games semi-sim kind of whatever uh grid for nintendo ds mm-hmm. for 20 bucks um <clears throat> but uh it was highly recommended by our contest winner austin light uh because he wrote a review for it on game spot 8.5 I'm like all right i trust this guy i'm gonna get it um it's really really surprisingly good like i shouldn't really? say i shouldn't say surprisingly because the other austin was like it's good um but it it's it's got pretty detailed well mostly it's because it's got pretty detailed environments and runs at 60 frames a second, mm-hmm. which is always good for a racing game yeah and then like the handling is a, is pretty good it's not the greatest but it's pretty good it's not as it's not as slick as asphalt, but again asphalt is a much more arcadey experience so, mm-hmm. but um, the reason why you reminded me of that is because you were talking about how how you get into these modes where you stumble and then you can't move. Yeah. Um, it, it tracks damage on some cars, so if you keep on banging into walls, your steering starts going, and then your 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 ability to accelerate starts going, and then like so, it's basically like an arcadey sim. And usually, like on DS, you only get like really really crappy games or like completely arcadey games, it's like in terms of racing. So that was that a nice, true. But anyway, back to Counter Strike. The other thing I think is that um, it's not only that once you're out, you're out, but you are because it's based somewhat, somewhat unrealistic tendencies, it's not entirely realistic, but it's more so than unreal. Um, and a headshot can take you down like that, or, yeah. or um, even when you, with body armor, like, it, takes a, it only takes a few shots to take you down. That combined with the fact that you're out for the round makes you really, really want to, to you know, to survive. And unless you're the type of, like, wuss that goes and camps in the corner and you will eventually be found... Um, like in order to survive, you have to help your teammates survive, mm. and so even if you're trying to be selfish, the best way to be selfish is to not be selfish. Flash out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so and and I think that uh, that kind of you know one and done mentality is the biggest feature for me. That kind of does it. Like in Gears of War, if I remember correctly, you can't respawn. No. So that is also. You know, I haven't played it as much cooperatively, so I can't, um, I can't speak to that that much, but... but um, Wait, what do you mean by cooperatively, as in campaign or versus mode cooperatively? Either, either. Okay. I haven't played that as much as I've played Counter-Strike, as I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's harder for me to judge, but I, I feel like it's a similar type of thing because it only takes a few blasts to take you down. Um, like, one rocket will kill you, uh, even if it's not a point-blank range, um, like, if it, if it hits you pretty close, it'll kill you, I think. Um, yeah, you think, yeah. Yeah, and then there's the whole, like, cover thing about, like, flanking. It, like, you can flank while someone's undercover, and then, like, you kind of move forward that way. So it's, it's got a lot of tactical elements to it. And So, yeah, I, I mean, I think for me, again, the biggest thing it comes down to how vulnerable are you, and what's the penalty for failure, Um so as long as you've got good teammates, you won't fail, and you won't be one done, and done and you won't be out. But, you know, if you act like a jackass, like in CS Opera and Counter-Strike, and you decide to go to the house when everyone else is going under the bridge, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm just going to take my shotgun and, you know, whatever, and then, like, a whole bunch of counter-terrorists come through, and, you know, because you're an ass and didn't wait for your teammates or whatnot, there you go. Um, now you've got to wait. Now you got to wait. Um, so let's actually go on to the real news. Um right, we got one more mailbag. Oh, that's right. You reminded me. I'm sorry. Uh, Riven talks to us from the dead from Boston and says, here's, here's my question. What have I been playing? I don't know. All right, now on to the news. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He actually answered it. He says, since the last recording, my girlfriend and I got mad hooked on WoW. Other than that, I'm just still chilling here with chilling with her in Boston, which is why I'm not on the show this week. Yeah, you stay there, you wuss. Hope you guys are having fun without me. We are. It's much funner without you. Yeah. If <laughs> you're <laughs> expecting me to ask a question, I guess it'll be, why is WoW so fucking addictive? I thought I learned my lesson. Al, you want to answer that in a hundred words or less? Sure. I have no idea because I'm not really playing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know why I'm not playing it. I I guess I don't really want to right now, but I'm still paying for it because I will play it. Um, oh. I don't know. I, I I guess I guess part of what makes WoW so addictive is the ability to play with people on a regular basis, and I don't have that right now. Uh, I think that's why I'm I'm not really looking forward to playing it because when I get on, um, it's it's it would be at eight o'clock in the morning or something like that. Unless I, you know, try and sleep during the day and wake up in the afternoon, then I gotta wait in the queue. So, if I was able to easily play with the people who I know every day, like I used to when I was working in uh, technical support, then. I could answer why as well so fucking addictive. I guess maybe I already answered it. Yeah. But who knows? Riffin might not be playing with people he knows on a regular basis. Right. He might just be into the game. Like and he has his girlfriend there with him, so like that's at least one person. That True. Tried. Like but even I mean, I think you really need uh four people, you know, including yourself, because of the fact that when it gets out of the beginning levels and being able to do things one or two people at right. a time, if you had a constant group every time you get home, there's four of the people who are waiting to go somewhere with you. You can do pretty much everything in the game. You know, the the most of the, in, the dungeons you can level up from one to eighty with five people and have absolutely no problems doing that. What I great. What I what I meant was the fact that. He was playing with his girlfriend, so he already th- those two know each other. So it's easier for them as a pair to meet up with people that they don't know. That's true. To, to fill Especially out, have the right combination but, of to, to fill out that four to five person um, um party. Yeah, yeah. provided they're not like a rogue and a warrior, because they'll get nowhere. Oh, if okay. it's like a, a warrior and a priest, they'll they'll get yeah. a, they'll go into any group they need. It's like, oh, we just need some people to deal damage. We'll take care of the rest. Well, who but, knows? Yeah, it's all foreign to me. I don't know what you just said, but I speak... Oh, a... come on. You play as the uh, the dungeon war, you No, what, what I mean is I have no idea what those classes do in that game, so I don't know how they're... Oh. Yeah. Uh, don't, worry, don't worry, don't worry. Don't, worry. don't have to explain it. I'm sure yeah. everyone else knows. It's easy. Takes all damage. The pre-teal all damage all Oh, well. Everybody else is just greedy. <laughs> all right. All uh, right. On to the real news. Um, This is probably... This is... Well... I was going to say this is going to probably be out of date by the time I hear this, but uh, since – if you go to CircuitCity.com – actually, let's do that. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Well, I won't because it might make me – Yeah. Uh, 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 Circuit City would like to thank all of the customers who have shopped with – and originally I was going to read the piece from uh, Chris Kohler on Wired. Right. It says Circuit City, close and spend your gift cards now, but I think actually going to the site um, is, a, is obviously going to give you a better lowdown on exactly what's going on. Right, uh so City City now. I'll, I'll I'll just paste this text for you. no no no! no I'm going. Okay. I gotta see this. Oh, okay. it's shut down. The site is done. It's funny because yesterday I went to Circumcited dot com to see what kind of like fire sales they were having, mm-hmm. and it was it, it just had this white page with the same logo that said, "Stay tuned. We're gonna we we are offering and we are currently updating our offerings and our uh, whatever." And I'm like, "That's a euphemism for we're closing." Because I knew that they were closing. Yeah. And the URL said html. I'm like, you're not hiding it very well, guys. <laughs> but so here is what they said. Circuit City would like to thank all the customers who have shopped with us over the past 60 years. 60, count them, six, zero. Wait I a guess. minute. They've been around for 60 years? I guess, like, under different names or whatnot. And just, th- see, this is why the Internet's so dangerous. So I'm going to go off on another tangent and find out what Circuit City used to be called, if not Circuit City. Yeah. Wikipedia, our friend. Okay, founded in 1949 as Ward's Company. I don't no, I know what Ward's Company... I wasn't around in 1949. I was, and I didn't, I didn't know that Now, uh, Okay, in 1949, Samuel Wardsall opened the first Ward's Company retail store in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, by f- 1959, Ward's operated for television and home appliances. Okay, so they sold like, television stuff. stuff. Okay. So, unfortunately, we announced on January... 16, 2009, that we are going out of business. Please check back later for updates about the status of our website. In the meantime, we hope the information below will help answer most of your questions. What's going on at Circuit City? Due to challenges to our business and the continued bleak economic environment, Circuit City is going out of business, and the company's assets will be liquidated to pay off creditors. The process was extremely difficult, and we're left with no other choice but to liquidate. We had hoped, uh, blah, 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 blah. Liquidators will start arriving in our stores, in our 567 stores, across the U.S. over the weekend, And closing sales will start as early as Saturday, January 17th, which is today, or when you listen to this, would have been a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. Closing sales, this is why I decided that this wasn't out of date, because they say closing sales will run as long as it takes to sell existing inventory, but are expected to wrap up by the end of March. So you still got some time if, like, there's some random stuff out there. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe we should go visit some circuses. That's what I'm saying. When the liquidation sales are completed, the stores will be closed. Uh, I mean I, I'm not saying that you people listening should wait until February 20th to go because then you'll, all you'll probably get are like USB cables. Yeah, and mm. like Imagine Babies games. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, 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 and I'm not going to read about like the the, the the corporate procedures about their employees because we all know – the, the the general gist of it is that it sucks for them and you know mm-hmm. it's a shame that they that they're going to have to lose their jobs but you know we all know what's going to happen um though i will read this one thing circuit city employs approximately approximately 34,000 associates wow 34 that's a lot of jobs. jobs that's 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 kind of heartbreaking so those are just oh those are just associates yeah yeah um Unless they're using the term associates as a broad term to mean people instead of like people who are actually labeled associates. That's true. Uh how are much... working in Canada. Yeah, yeah, in Canada, if you live in Canada, Circuit City is fine. Um, so you'll still have the stores there. It's just the U.S. branch is gone. Um, if you have gift cards, obviously use them now until the store closes because it, once the store closes, obviously you won't have any gift cards. So if you're going to go out and buy video games, you better do it now. How much will merchandise be marked down and can customers negotiate prices for the merchandise? There will be clearance pricing, but specific discounts are not being announced. All sale prices are at the discretion of the liquidator. Prices are non-negotiable, and all adjustments must be approved by liquidators' on-site managers. So yeah, uh, you need a TV, you need video games, go get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, will Circuit City's price matching policy or one price promise apply during liquidation sale? No. Because the liquidation company is in charge of the sales. Uh, the, their policies are enforced. So it's all up to the liquidator. I remember when I, I said this a couple episodes ago, but I bought Resident Evil Zero at the Wiz when it was closing down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got it for 35 bucks. Um Had everybody waited, it would have gone down to 20 Because every week the sale was getting... Uh, the, the prices were getting... Like, we got to get rid of it. we got to get rid of it. <laughs> we got to get rid of it. <laughs> right. But, but um, because like... It was the last Resident Evil Zero on the shelf, and I'm like, I gotta get it. Someone else is going to get it. I guarantee you, someone else is going to get it now at 35 instead of waiting for it to get down to 20. But I think that if everybody waited, just hold on, just wait. And this is like asking a lot because not, of course, there's mob mentality. One person goes, "Oh my god, I gotta go!" But if everybody in the world would just wait, they will come down. Good stuff will get cheaper. So, like, like. I just wish everyone would just like wait for a month and then go, in instead of going, oh, we got to go now. It's going to be cheap. Mm-hmm. As cheap as it is now, it'll get cheaper. So just wait. Um, but yeah, that's the story about Circuit City. Uh, further cementing Best Buy as potentially the primary retailer for your video games. Yeah, uh, and they have a but, thing on their site that says, "Are you affected by Circuit City? Here's how we can help." On oh, Best Buy? Yeah. Oh shit. I wonder on if their it's, website. I wonder if it's for potential employees too. I don't uh, know. I know they were talking about. Um... Where do you see it? Let me check. It should be on the bottom, like, oops, B U Y, not B Y. (laughs) Best bye bye. Best B. Loading. Because I don't see it. Loading. I see, need help. We're available 24 7. (laughs) Oh, it's not there. Where it said, um, wait, I think I might have to look for it while we're continuing. Because there was um, a line here, you know, where it says "featured offers an outlet center," and then it says "music, movies, and games, best by brands and services." Yeah. Um, one of those lines said um, something about Circuit City in your area, something like that. <laughs> Are you um, affected by our competitors shutting down? Here's how we can help: buy from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Now, after that Circuit City one, uh, we've got some uh, Legal Eagle news. And this is a story that Kelly May was emailing us about the so-called Halo Three killer convicted of murdering his mother. This was posted on January 13th on Gamespot by Tor Thoris and the voice of Nord. Um, let's see. Uh, see. okay, blah 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 blah. This was the case in October 2007 when then 16-year-old Daniel Petrick fatally shot his mother because she was limiting his Halo Three playing time. I think we went over this uh, in an episode last last year on that on in October. Mm-hmm. Um, We talked about that. Um, Defense attorneys claimed the teenager was obsessed with the sci-fi shooter, growing irrational and aggressive when he could not play it. After being cut off by his parents, he he retrieved his father's 9mm pistol and shot both of them, killing his mother and leaving his father with a major head wound. The father survived, forgave his son, and even came to court to support him. I think we read about that too. Mm -hmm. The younger Petrick then went on the run, this is after the shooting, not after the court trial, taking his copy of Halo 3 with him. According to the Associated Press, Petrick's lawyers argued that after being physically incapacitated for months following an injury, he was suffering from a full-blown addiction to Halo 3 and asked that he ruled not guilty by reason of insanity. Excellent. Today, though, an Ohio judge ruled that the juvenile was guilty of murder, even though he agreed that the youth was mentally imbalanced. I firmly believe that Daniel Petrick had no idea at the time he hatched this plot, that if he killed his parents, that they would be dead forever. (laughs) (laughs) Did he think they would respawn? (laughs) No. However, evidence that Petrick planned the murder for weeks, wow, led birds to convict him on the non-jury based proceedings. The judge will levy a sentence potentially as severe as life imprisonment at a later date. Uh, as for its part, Halo Three publisher Microsoft gave a brief statement to the AP, say, saying only that we are aware of the situation and that there's a tragic case. And and this is what I hate about it is that um, Microsoft honestly, like they have to do it for PR reasons. Mm-hmm. But in an ideal world, they shouldn't have to say shit. No. It's not their responsibility, because this guy's got problems. Like, I mean, he just so happens to play their game. And, and I know that people, people might be like, yeah, what about drugs, though? Dr- people get addicted to drugs. and That's different, because, like, first of all, Halo 3 is not illegal. Let's just get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. All right, so on the very technical, like, just, just get strapping everything else out of it. It's, it's, Halo 3 is not illegal. The other thing is that um, people are, I think Pete said this last week if people are going to get obsessive, it's because they're obsessive. It's, you know, that's the type of personality that they have. It's, that's what they're trained on. Okay. And that, and the third thing is with, um, with gambling, with gaming, with, uh, anything else that you're addicted to that is not a drug. I think Ethan went over this is that in that he doesn't believe that there's such a thing as an addiction because there is no bodily chemical dependency on a substance. It's an activity. And so, right. It's basically more mental than it is, and I I don't think I agreed with him because I thought that addiction didn't necessarily have to be a chemical, uh, a chemical need as, uh, you, you know what I mean? Because like I mm-hmm. thought that I felt that it included like a mental need, which is driven in some in some senses by the chemicals that drive your brain or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Sue me. <laughs> But I, I, I could be wrong. I, you know, we just we just disagreed on that point. But we agreed that like games aren't at fault here, and neither is gambling. But when you're talking about smoking, when you're talking about uh, uh, drugs, like there's a literal chemical kind of effect that it has on your body that makes it dependent on that. Yep, and like, when you take it away, your brain yeah, to go crazy. Yeah, and that's why I was just kind of saying that like maybe like the brain releases some endorphins when it doesn't get the game that it wants. You know what I mean? But it's less it's less direct to me. Uh, again. I'm not a freaking doctor, so sue me. Um, but yeah, it, Microsoft shouldn't have to say anything in all this. It's you know, I, I think Tony was like, "Why does a guy have a gun in his house anyway?" And that's debatable. But you know, yeah, again, it's that's, a, that's decision. It's a good point. Why was it so readily accessible to the son? Well, he's sixteen. It's not like he was eight. He probably you know that's true. Was close but, saw to the point where he knew where the gun was. That's true. His father um, probably wasn't ever going to think that in his wildest days that his son would shoot him right right <clears throat> <clears throat> but yeah that's uh that's big but there's also the mortal combat killer that we uh, kept on talking about throughout the past year and a half um what's this guy's face uh lamar somewhere, somewhere. lamar Ro- lamar roberts and Kevin Tru- Sh- trujillo yeah. the mortal combat killer gets 36 years 36 years Lamar Roberts, a teenager convicted of beating the death a seven-year-old, will be an old man when he gets out of prison. The so-called Mortal Kombat killer received a 36-year sentence yesterday. This is by Owen Good and Kotaku. Wow. It's the end of that story. Yeah. So, if you haven't been following along, basically him, he was, he, him and his girlfriend were playing Mortal Kombat or some shit, or no, they weren't actually playing it, but they were reenacting Mortal yeah. Kombat moves on his girlfriend's, like, half-sister. And the sister died. Uh, it says, the two kicked... Hit and slammed the half sister to the floor. Um, Garcia's aunt and stepmother late later said they believe that Roberts made up the Mortal Kombat alibi and that the video game violence was not the issue here, which is awesome in the sense that I'm glad that people uh, not to not to yeah. consider, but that it's recognized here that it's the kid is just an ass. It had nothing to do with the game. So and and actually the first comment on this on this entry actually says just that. Wow, wait, did I just read that? Now that's a first. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to uh, summarize the PlayStation phone news piece while I blow my nose? Sure, why not? Okay, go read. Uh, according to um news post by Mr. Brian Shente on Kotaku, Sony Nix's PlayStation-branded phone. Story is as follows. Sony refused to allow Sony Ericsson the use of its PlayStation brand for a possible PlayStation-portable phone during a pitch to the company's board late last year on Mobile Tuesday. Morble, mobile today, not Morble Tuesday. reports, Quoting sources close to the matter. What's Morble? I have no f <laughs> effing idea. Morble. Sounds like a cat's name. Can you come here, Morble? Um, a cat's name? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Quoting sources close to the matter. The site says that the decision in December prompted a fallout between Sony and the <laughs> mobile phone Joint venture. Sony executives told Ericsson that they would only license the PlayStation brand if Sony were to make the handset independently. Wow, the mobile phone company already uses the Bra- what? Already uses the Bravio Walkman and CyberShot brand on its phones. Walkman? Who uses a Walkman anymore? Oh, they anyway. they they still like their MP3 players are still branded Walkman. Really? Oh, because they're. CD players weren't branded Walkman, they were branded Discman. Yeah. Weird. Okay. I think it's just basically, they, they were just like saying, you know, we had this great brand, and because it's not a disc, we can't call it Discman, but because everybody remembers the Walkman. Yeah. Walkman. I was thinking they probably just transcended, which is a probably a really good idea. Uh, reach for comment. A Sony Ericsson spokeswoman wouldn't comment on the rumor, but did say, in the past, we have been keen that our product proposition lives up to brand promise. And we feel at the moment the technical specs are not high enough to put such a prestigious brand on a phone. Yeah, I feel like um, and this is a really funny picture of a PSP connected to a connected to like a a headset thing connected to like a handset. Mm-hmm. I I like if I were Sony, I think I I would let me let me read this quickly again. I I would probably agree with this because it's like why like, yeah, there's a partnership between Sony Ericsson, and they've been making phones together for for quite a while. Um, uh, Lydon just steamed me, and he said I fell asleep. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) One second, we are still uh, wrapping up, but definitely next week you and Peter, Peter the Nipple should join in man Peter the nipple duo-ness. He eats nipples. <laughs> uh, okay, so hopefully Lyden will join us next week. He was supposed to join us this week, but uh, he he didn't respond, so I was assuming he. Uh... So this is what I just said to him. Oh, this is what he said. I fell asleep while trying to stay awake for your ridiculously early recording time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, you should tell him he should he should be ashamed of himself. I've been up since 1.30 a.m. Al says you should be ashamed of yourself. Because he's been up since 1.30 AM editing porn. Playing button Kaitos. Editing porn. Playing button Kaitos. Editing porn. <laughs> Playing button Kaitos. <laughs> Roy Palmerstein! Um <laughs> I told him we're still wrapping up, but definitely next week you and Peter the Nipple should join in Manslave Duoness. So they're game slave duoness. Uh, and course. he responds with, Yeah, I woke up at seven thirty yesterday. So I think that means- I I woke up at at, at so what? <laughs> so what if I've been asleep from three PM yesterday to one thirty AM today? He he woke up at seven thirty yesterday and fell asleep at nine forty five AM this morning. Holy crap. Yeah, that kind of seems like how I was when you know, I was up since God knows when Thursday till three in the afternoon yesterday. That's why I slept so damn long. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that him staying up that late, I was like, that's gangsta, and he goes, where Brooklyn at? <laughs> Philly, in, uh, not Philly, Pennsylvania in the house. Um, wait, actually, East Str- Stroudsburg, <laughs> Berg. I don't know how to spell Berg, so I'm going to put both spellings B-U-R-G. Yeah, I think it's E-E-E-R-G, but I could be wrong, So boom <laughs> In the father mucking house. Okay, I'm going back to recording. <laughs> he doesn't realize that all this is getting on the episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so yeah, I was saying like, yeah, they've been having this partnership, but like the PlayStation thing is, um, okay. So so they use Bravia Walkman and Cybershot on the uh, on 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 their phones, and I'm assuming that they let Erica Erica Ericsson use them. Yeah, that's but, what it says. The mobile phone company uses yes. those brand names on their phones. But the thing with the PlayStation is, is that – okay, so Bravia, I would assume, speaks to the screen. Or I don't, I don't know. I've never seen a Bravia phone. In fact, let me go look. Yeah, I'm wondering if Bravia is the brand name of the screen on the phone, whereas Walkman would be the brand name of the MP3 player on the phone, <laughs> and Cybershot would be the brand name of the phone uh, – camera portion of the phone okay let's see this is from Engadget. this is last uh, this is in January from last from actually 2007 two years ago mm-hmm. um, this bravia um, let's see oh, TV turner. interesting this uh this is a phone that had like you know how some phones are giving TV now mm-hmm. this is a phone that had a very a very nice uh, screen relative to other s- cell phones and so that's probably what they used it for. And then obviously the CyberShot is for the mobile phone part. You know, that's not a surprise. For the camera. For the camera. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. And then and then the Walkman, like my mom has a um has a Sony Ericsson Walkman branded phone because it plays MP3s, um, which you don't know how to use, but it plays MP3s. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But when you start putting PlayStation in there, they which already have the portable. Well, not only that, but they really want to make sure that um, it's not relegated to like Text twist or, or like, uh, oh, like a deviation of the brand where people like, oh, PlayStation phone, and then they want to get into the cell phone. Yeah, that's that's basically you know, plays games, but it's you know, uh, Sudoku or Mm -hmm. poker, you know what I mean? Right, it's not gonna be a UMD, you know, PlayStation 2 graphics you know, something that is PlayStation. Right? And it's not, I'm not saying that Sony would want to put that in a PlayStation phone, but at the very least, they'd want to be like, hey, look, you know, PlayStation is like, it's in our DNA, Sony, blah, blah, blah. I hate the tagline, but it's like, hmm. you know, as Sony, as a PlayStation brand, we want to make sure that we give high quality gaming experiences. So we don't want to associate our mobile handset with or, or our mobile handset that's branded PlayStation with, you know, uh, uh, what's that mobile phone knockoff of of Puzzle Bobble, like like dot, dot pop, or circle pop, or something like that, like, like, at least we want to have, something like, um, uh, something like, uh, um, the, uh, the N-Gage had, but better, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the N-Gage, for, for as much as we, you, we, we, you know, we all make fun of it, like, as far as mobile phone gaming goes, the engage gauge you know, had a huge leg up on, you know, Sh- Scrabble, on regular like, mobile phones, right, right. Like I mean, like they had Asphalt Urban Urban GT on its phone, and that was a 3D application that ran pretty smoothly. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, and it's like they probably want to go that route, if anything, and if if er- they don't trust Ericsson to make a handset that could appropriately handle um, the games that they would want to put out to it, and that's why I think that's what I think uh, uh, the the technical specs are not high enough to put such a prestigious brand on a phone comes from. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they're probably gonna get comments like this. Ah, okay, it's a flip phone with a three-inch widescreen LCD. That's gonna be one ginormous phone. Yeah, and if it's gonna be that big, they might as well put in a Blu-ray player as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I mean I can see it. Like for example, I, you look at um you look at the iPhone, and that is what the PlayStation phone would want to strive for in terms of power. You know, I, I, you know, you couldn't catch me dead playing a real video game on an iPhone because I just don't believe in it. Like, I've tried playing stuff that my friends have downloaded. I'm like, I'm sorry, this is not for me. But but it's capable of at least displaying that type of stuff. And so with a PlayStation phone, you'd, you'd imagine that they would have some buttons on it. Right. So it's like, they, that's possible for them to do it. It's just that they don't want Ericsson to, to be messing with their baby. Right. Um, would I actually buy a PlayStation phone for the same reasons that I don't that I don't and probably never will own an iPhone? No. Right. I don't wanna I don't wanna put that thing to my head. And I know there's a whole thing about oh you can get like, you know, a headset and stuff like that. I don't wanna walk around and have an extra piece that I have to put on my ear. Like some people are cool with that and that's fine. I, I will I will A, I will lose that. And two, like I just I I don't know. There's something about me being able to hold my phone up to my ear without it being a brick. And without having to put an extra thing on it, and me like – you know, like like whenever I – I did have a headset before my cat peed on it. Um, <laughs> it, was a, it was just like an earphone. And, it was the wired one. Yeah. It wasn't like a Bluetooth. Right, right. It was a wired right. one. It's like I'd have to, you know, fish it out of my pocket, put it in, and then put it in my ear. And then when I ended my call, I'd have to take it out of my phone. And then I – you know, and I wouldn't know if my call was ending or not because when I had my headset plugged in, like the phone was closed. Mm-hmm. So like how do you end a call, dude? It's just it's just weird. Maybe it's just my phone's problem, but I just want a handset, a flip handset that I can use for myself and, and without the big brick, you know. And and the uh, by by the same token, like I'm not going to use my phone to play a serious game on. it, I have Scrabble. That's it. Yeah. I don't want to play the on my phone. Uh, I, what I actually really want is like a mini mini laptop or an inter, or an internet tablet. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. You know. But um, uh, PlayStation. I I think though that. It would have been cool had they tried to come out with it. I would have liked to see, like, for just from a geek perspective, I would have liked to see what they imagined for it. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- yeah, the only thing is, if they actually did come out with something that was a little bit too unwieldy and it got successful, then it would have raised the bar for other cell phones, and that would really just like annoy me. Uh, like, I have, I don't want to be in an environment where the phone to beat is, you know, four hundred dollars. Like right now, you have the iPhone, but it's not really the phone to beat because it's only the AT&T. It's the phone to beat, but other providers are trying to make knockoffs or iPhone killers. and not really doing a great job personally, but that makes me comfortable because, sure, if you feel like you want to get a, a knockoff iPhone, you can go ahead and do it. But it's not like there's this whole big swarm of phones that are now trying to be like the iPhone. There's only one... You, one you, brand here, one brand there, you know. You still have options if you want a regular phone is what you're saying. Exactly. Like, for example, you have BlackBerry. BlackBerry has all these different kinds of phones, and they, now they have the BlackBerry Storm, which is touchscreen. So, you know, everybody's on this whole touchscreen thing because of the iPhone. Then you have uh, Samsung with the Instinct for Sprint, and Google came out – not Google. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before you go on, you just mentioned the Samsung Instinct. Yeah. Let's take a moment to take a look at all the ridiculous-sounding names uh, that, that Samsung has come up with. Okay. Oh, goodness. There is the Samsung Instinct. There is the the Behold. There's the Omnia. Wait, let, I got to... I got to... Oh <laughs> I got to... Um, one second. Let's say reviews. Um, uh, cell phones. Uh, all, all manufacturer. Let's do Samsung. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> what the hell is this Uh-oh. the Samsung Delve Delve yes Delve into my phone okay the Delve the Omnia okay their um their Blackberry wannabe is called the Saga <laughs> okay here's a here's a regular flip handset called the Renown <laughs> uh, here's a touchscreen phone from for AT&T called the Eternity
0: Eternity
1: um, the, whole, the propel.
0: Oh goodness!
1: Uh, oh, <laughs> goodness. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wait, 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 hold, hold, hold. Here's a, a text, a, a texting phone called the Rant. Oh yes, the, the Samsung, Samsung rant. rant is, but the Rant is um a knockoff of the LG Rumor. Oh, it's terrible! Yes, <laughs> the Rumor, the Rumor, and the Rant. <laughs> <laughs> the Sway, the Rugby. Uh, just that, that the behold just took me by. I'm like, this is a terrible name. This, yeah, this. that doesn't even sound like it should be a name. Behold. Um, I mean, it's a verb. Where, where's more manufacturers? I got to see Verizon. No, no, no. no. I got to see LG now because LG has some pretty shitty names too. Uh, um, <laughs> the LG Envision. Envision. In the N O I N I N. The LG Insight. Yeah, I think I've I think heard it. And then, you know, there's Dare, which sounds really retarded. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the Decoy. Ugh. The Flare. Why would I want to have a phone that's called Decoy? The Glimmer. That's <laughs> gay. Okay. If you're a dude. Glimmer. I got my Glimmer on. Let me just uh, call my Glimmer. Okay, and the page I requested could not be found, so I think that's it for the... Uh, I, I guess everybody can't be like Motorola. Razor Rocker. Yeah, I mean those are kind of cheesy in terms of like the way they abbreviate it, but at least they're like, at least they're like, you know, tangible nouns. Yeah, and it's something that you can say. I have like, oh, I'm I got, I'm getting a razor. You know? It's it, it's kind of how I felt, and I'm sorry that you're gonna be disappointed in what I'm about to say, but it's kind of how I felt, and how I still feel about the word Dreamcast. Oh, that's alright. Dang a Dreamcast! I got used to it. I have got, gotten used to all these, these silly names. Let's let's, not, used, for let's not forget the PlayStation. Let's not forget Wii. And I, Wii. Which I still think is stupid. Nintendo Wii, but uh, yeah. Would you, uh, if it came out at a reasonable price for a two-year contract, would you buy a PlayStation phone? No. Okay. You're like, you're like hell no. Not even if I didn't have a contract. I would much rather go for uh that Android phone. The oh, Google the Google G1. The Google one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just because like I like games, so it's like if 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 the phone part didn't bother me so much, I'd be like yeah, i' I'll, I'll see what games come out first but yeah But see my problem is that you know the only phone that I've seen that does other things really well and still be a phone is Blackberry right and I have one now, and my battery will last if I just use it as a phone and like a random you know when the occasion occurs, internet and um instant message, instant message machine. Yeah. It'll last me about three days. And I haven't had a phone that lasts me three days on a single charge in a long, long time. But (laughs) one time I did, um, I pushed it to its limits. I was just on the internet for like four hours straight. Shit. And it was on low and it lasted, it lasted 12 hours, but still I, (laughs) I banged it out. You know, I like really, Used it straight. so sexual, yeah, so sexual. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's what I like about the iPhone. Obviously, like it, there, there's no question that Apple is great with design, and that's and I'm never I'm never going to take that away from them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nintendo DS freaking borrowed that glossy white finish from the iPod. You know, mm-hmm. that's something. And like the PSP also borrowed its black, like the glossy finish. I think mm-hmm. started with the whole iPod thing. But yeah, um, that I will Apple say, white thing started yeah. with iPod. Now. I like the touch interface for the stuff that it features, like photos and stuff. I can get with that. My mm-hmm. problem is that when I want to type, I want to feel button presses, and that's why when I tried to play Super Mario uh, DS on DS uh, with the little nub that came with your oh, wrist strap, yeah. and I tried to, and they had that fake analog screen—I mean, fake analog stick—I'm like, no, this does not work because you need tactile feedback. It's the same reason when I'm typing on a phone, I want to type on a keyboard. And so like that's why the Voyager was like I was actually looking at the Voyager because it wasn't size that large. It was kind of the size of my headset my, my handset, a little bit larger. It flipped open so that you could type in it or you could touch it as well. The problem was that the touch screen, like nobody has ever come close to Apple's touch responsiveness on the um on the iPhone. Right. And that's probably why the games work well on it. Those are the the reason why I said I don't play I don't like it is because those are games that I don't play. But they do work well. Mm-hmm. So if someone could just like use that same touchscreen, but just put a little keypad on the bottom, or let it open up, then you know, and then make it smaller. But then making mm-hmm. it smaller go totally goes against the ability to watch movies, and you know, th- and that's why I don't want all this stuff on my phone. Exactly. I don't want. I want a small phone and a big media player. Yeah. So then you could get the iPod Touch. Right. Exactly. If you were an Apple person. Yeah, but I already have my Zoom, so I'm good. Right. Uh Let's move on to uh, actual gaming companies now. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Giant Bombs, Brad Shoemaker writes, Steam Empire grows, Sony Online on board. The only reason why I included this is just because, like, it continues to... To to, to sum up the story, Sony Online Entertainment's MMOs are getting sold on Steam now. It just continues to amaze me how far ahead of the curve Steam is in just in terms of their distribution and their community and all the way all, all the things that it does such that like all these companies are now signing on to it. Um, Valve's competitors, id, signed on to it like two years ago and that's when I first started taking notice. And the EA signed up to it. Mm-hmm. Sony online entertainment signing up to it. And it's like not only that, but it's like where the fuck is games for Windows in all this? Like Mike I truly thought that Microsoft had something with Games for Windows that they were going to push their Xbox Live service onto PCs, and it was going to be similar, and it was going to be great, but then they were like, you know what? No. You're going to have to pay. And, yeah. we're, and not only are you going to have to pay for it, but we're going to do a really shitty job of supporting it. We're not, You can't buy stuff directly, download – you can't download stuff digital, can you? I don't even know. They, I don't know because they haven't really done a good job of explaining what Games for Windows does. And you know, even, even now that it's free – Steam mm-hmm. has got such a head start that it's like, dude... Why are you even bothering? Yeah, not only why are you bothering, but like, like what the hell is taking you so long? You know, for all the great stuff that they've done on Xbox Live, you'd think that they'd have so much experience being able to make this community here on the PC, and that's where they started, because they're Microsoft. But they... Eh, they haven't. Mm-hmm. Like, if they started... I'll tell you this. If they started offering games on games for windows live comparable to how steam is running and when i say offering i mean i can download them in addition to buying a box copy because i still like boxes um just a combination of both the 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 widespread library that steam has and they have the same sense of community that steam has you can access the xbox live and the games for windows live community at the touch of a button like you can with steam Mm -hmm. it's all running in the background you can see when your friends are on not just when you play the game but like Games for Windows Live is running on your system with They're your profile resources. Right, and and have it do that. Um, great, but right now, I don't think it does that. Like, the last I heard uh, from an Ars Technica article on, on Games for Windows that you had to be logged into a game in order to see your friends. Oh, wow. It's like, what, you know... What's the point? It's not not that it's not... Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. What First of all, what's the point? And second of all, even though it's like... That not big of not that big of a deal to like you know load a game just to see where people are in like so what like I'd like the ability to you know because Steam lets me do it I'm talking with you right now on Skype mm-hmm. this podcast I could pull up Steam and talk to Leiden Layden, um Charlie, A.K.A Charlie or I can see what he's playing um, or I can. Buy something. Well, I'm sure you could buy something on Game Show Windows Live, even if you're not playing it. But yeah, I can do all this stuff, and I can do all this community stuff. Look at people's achievements and all that stuff without having to stop talking to you right now and loading up a game or loading up right. Steam or something like that. Uh, and last, I heard Game Show Windows just wasn't, you know, whatever. So before I put my foot in my mouth, I'm going to look it up on Wikipedia while you read the next story. Sure. MTV Multiplayer has an article about. Um... Sony, and there are 17 million PSN users stat, they clarify it, written by Steven Zetilla. Sony may now advertise that it has 17 million registered PlayStation Network accounts, that would include me, I think, but that Xbox Live size stat provoked new questions and skepticism that a Sony rep answered for us today. The Sony 17 million stat first popped up at CES. It immediately drew a parallel to the 17 million Xbox Live users, which also recently claimed by Microsoft. Sony's 17 million return in the press release MTV Multiplayer received yesterday, a release stuffed with impressive numbers that confirm PSN to be a well stocked and actively used service. While, uh, well, not while, but Microsoft has been aggressive in promoting live and the games played on it, which didn't make that company's 17 million figure all that's prize. But Sony has been quieter about their service, ramping up attention on it only recently with the 2008 introductions of its video store and social environment home. Blah 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 blah. Skepticism two point one such such <laughs> thought he found one loophole, the fact that PSN accounts like X Live accounts could be registered online without a console and that those amounts were needed uh, those accounts were needed as of fall 2008 to participate on Sony's official web forums. I posed those questions to Sony Web and asked if the company could provide PSN stats for just PS3 owners. This is the response. The PSN numbers, 17 million and 2.1 million, include people who have created accounts on PS3 website and PSP. Note that since the implementation of single sign-on PSN ID and PlayStation Underground IDs, which were often created at the same time when first making a PSN ID, were automatically merged and rolled over. Additionally, since PSN is a free online gaming service, some households create multiple IDs so that a father can keep a separate list of friends, trophies, and stats from that of his daughter, for example. There you have it. Sony's explanation for the 17000000 million. Don't worry, Xbox fans and haters. I'll continue to inquire about Microsoft's live stats as well when the opportunity next rises. And no, the opportunity hasn't arisen yet. Uh, to go back just for a second to, um, <clears throat> to um, the games for Windows thing, um before we go on to these numbers which are funny to me um i googled it and there's a link on kotaku and the blurb in the google link says i was also able to see my online friends and send messages back and forth Mm -hmm. but i'm looking at the actual kotaku article and it doesn't say that so i don't know um i just basically want to make sure that i'm criticizing it for the right reason because my whole thing is is, is how Steam just runs in the background. You don't have to be in a game. And if, if Games for Windows Live does that now, then that's a step up. Um, and what I personally liked about it was the marketing campaign more so than the actual platform in that it was saying like, okay, if you're going to make a game that, that, that has our label on it, then you're going to have to support widescreen and 4x3. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to support this and that. And that's what I liked about it. I mean, like, I know it sounds draconian for them to, to do that, but like good to have standards so that your customers know what they're getting out of the box. Yeah. You know, Rainbow Six like there was one game that doesn't run in widescreen and like a lot of people were complaining about that. I think it was I think it was Rainbow Six Vegas on PCs. It doesn't wanna run on widescreen. Either that or it runs uh letterbox. Like do do? Huh? Uh is so it like doo doo? Like to do. No, it runs in letterbox. There's something like that. So it's just like, you know, they they enforce that. I and mean, that's what I like about it. But anyway, so onto these numbers. Um this is similar back to when Microsoft was just like, We've got X million people who signed in and it's just like no, it, we got X million people who play games through Xbox Live, and it's just like, well, every single Xbox 360 game is live enabled because mm-hmm. of achievements. So, mm-hmm. what's your point? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when you said that would be me, that means that you signed up for a PlayStation account online, right?
0: With yeah, web, for web my
1: PSP. <laughs> you would even have a PS3, and, and, and you're part of you're part of the PlayStation Network. Well, no, I have it for my PSP. Oh, that's right. oh no no that's right. I'm stupid. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there's some people who have um, PlayStation IDs and all they did was, you know, yabber on the forums before they took all that stuff down and combined it all into PlayStation Network for PS3 and PSP. Like I mean, you can't even, act, I don't even think you can really access it on the website that much anymore. Right. It's not like they're lying because they aren't, they haven't lied. It's just funny that like they said, Xbox ha- has seven, 17 million on Xbox Live. Well, we we, we, we got 17 million. This is our network. And it's just like, they're not lying, but the network isn't the equivalent of Xbox Live. Exactly. It's not like I'm, you know, signing my PSP, playing games online, seeing my friends, and all that stuff. Yeah. At the same time, again, like with the Microsoft thing, it's like, just because you have an Xbox Live user doesn't mean that they're actually using Xbox Live. They've just logged on to play the game. Because Mm -hmm. you have to. Now, you know, Do you have to? Yeah, you have to log into a profile when you start your 360. Yep, you can't just
0: play so, the game. So
1: you're automatically on. But um, more for multiplayer. Uh, here's a rumor. The rumor is that the DSi is going to be hitting the U.S. in April. Yeah. Nintendo released the latest iteration of their DS... This is Patrick Klepek. Uh, Nintendo re- released the latest iteration of the DS hardware, the DSi, in Japan last fall. And while they've been on the re- release date here, IGN is citing multiple sources... That it's arriving here in early April at 180. Yep, you have reached uh-huh. out for comment from Nintendo. We'll let you know what they say. Uh, Steven, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: now, I'll I'll repeat what I said before. Um, will I buy it? Yes, but only because of its downloadable stuff. And I really hope it's like good downloadable stuff and not like book bookworm adventures. Yeah, <laughs> and and I'm hoping that they kind of do more with the, um, the Club Nintendo in relation to DSi. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the camera, and I'm like, I don't care. I, I, I Really, I honestly don't care about the camera, and that's what, what what like, I'm sure people are touting as much, but it's like, it's a 640 by 480 camera. It's not that good. Right, yeah, 640 by 480 doesn't cut it these days. My I, mean, my... I guess on that screen it will, but if you're going to... I'm not going be... to be... Yeah. Card, it's going to suck. I'm not going to take a picture of that thing. My thing is that I want to see how, how it improves its online network. And if it, if, if it you know, I'm not going to buy it the instant it comes out because I want to see what they put on that online network. And if it sucks, I'm not buying it because yep. that's the only – because, like, the DS Lite is fantastic. Like, uh, DS Fat, okay, when I had that, I'm like – Oh, I still have mine. Yeah. <laughs> when I had mine, I'm like, yeah, this is – you know, I like my DS, but it, this is really a clunky piece of hardware. Um like Reggie said it's sexy. I don't agree with him. It's not ugly, but it, it feels clumsy. But, you know, this is it's a good it's got good games, I'll deal with it. And the DS light came out and I'm like, Oh ah, this, this you know, this is this is it. This is what it is. And then I saw the screen's brightness and I'm like, This is really what it is. This mm. is no I don't you know and I, I look at I look the I look at why I upgraded to Game Boy Micro and it was the screen. Yeah. But so for the D S I it's just like I know the screen can get better, but it's like, do I care? Like, I look at the PSP screen, and I can, like, I, I've seen your screen, and it's really nice. Mm-hmm. But the P, the original PSP screen is, is, at its brightest setting, is very good, such that if I were going to upgrade based on the screen quality, I, I wouldn't do it because the PSP is already, like, my, the old one is already very good. All right. I and think the screen is... Bigger on this, it's slightly side. bigger. It's slightly bigger on yours, and yours has better battery life and stuff. That's mm-hmm. the reason why I would upgrade to that actually, and I am still interested in upgrading. like oh, but... got double the RAM, and that too, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying solely on the screen base. Like I'm, t- I'm trying to chop up the things that I would upgrade to the DSi for. Screen brightness, it is a little brighter, but I don't care because the DS light is already very bright. Mm-hmm. Camera, I don't care. Um, the music player, mm-hmm. I-, I like my Zoom. Mm-hmm. I really like my Zoom. I don't mm-hmm. need to get this one. Yeah, I'm not even uh, you know, too I guess, enthralled with the ability to play music on the PSP, because I like my Zoom. Yeah. I like my Zoom pass a whole effing lot. So, um I don't know, I mean it's I think it's sold relatively decently in Japan, considering so many people have a DS already, so we'll see what happens here, but uh $180 one hundred and eighty dollars for something that might not have a good online uh, online distribution. I'm not sold on. I mean, again, that's the only reason why I'd buy it. I don't know about you, but that's the only reason. I don't know. I don't oh, know actually, you're in a different situation. Would you wait till April to get this? Um, that might be a better proposition for you. Why wait until? April? Well, I can't get earlier? What do you mean? No, I mean, when it, I'm, it, think, I'm saying, different. would you would you wait until April to get this, or would you get a DS Lite now? Oh. Um, I would wait until April to see what the DSI stuff flushes out to be. I probably would wait past April, but if worse comes to worse, I'll stick with my DS Fat and then uh, new battery. Okay. Oh, the battery is like the battery lasts about six hours now. Because I'm saying like the price difference between the D like it, that's a fifty dollar price difference, and so some people will be like, regardless of what it does, I don't want to spend that fifty dollars extra on a camera that I won't use. So I'm just right. gonna, I'm just gonna get a DS Lite. See the thing is, um, if something becomes available for the DSi that I want that's not available for the older DSs, uh-huh, right. okay. then I'm going to be out of luck buying a right. flight and then having to want to buy a DSi. Right, right. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Um, okay. So, yes, that was a anticlimactic end that one because <laughs> mm-hmm. I have heartburn now somehow. Oh. Uh, Why? Okay, so finally, big, 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 big story, because it's just insane. Um, the Wii and DS again, breaks yearly sales records, but, I mean, the really, really insane part about all this is just how much they sold. Um, mm-hmm. The Wii made up 55% of all console sales. That's including the PS2, the PS3, the Xbox 360. The DS made up 72% of all portable game sales, which, you know, it's not surprising. That's not as surprising to me only because of the fact that it's like, it's cheaper and more kids like it and the PSP is more expensive. But, you know, I saw that coming. The Wii, mm-hmm. t- you know, I, I thought 360 and PS3 particularly would gain ground. Gain ground. Um, but this doesn't have the MPD numbers on it, so I'm going to click on that link that says December MPDs. And just read this out for you, um, the Wii... Sold. Oh, I shouldn't be surprised. Um, I forgot that last November the we sold two million units, and the and the DS sold. Well, actually, the DS is is, is a huge lead. The DS sold one point five seven million units uh, in November. Mm-hmm. This past month, it sold three million.
0: Damn.
1: Uh, we sold two point one million again. Uh, three hundred and sixty. Three hundred and sixty sold one point four million. PlayStation Portable sold a million. I'm happy for that. And PS. Yeah, PS3, not bad. PS3 jumped up to 726000 I was worried about it for a second there. Mm-hmm. But the PS2 still sold almost half a million. Damn. Um, let's take a look at the software numbers for December Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, have to, I have to stop you here because I have to tell you that the number one game of 2008 is none other than Wii Play. Or is it Grand Theft Auto 4? It's Wii Play. Or is it Grand Theft Auto 4? There's actually an article on that. Um, on 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 multiplayer blog, actually, let me pull that up. I I, I don't know why I didn't bring that up, but mm. it's very relevant. It's it, I just find it interesting. Um, let's see, where is it? It basically said something along the lines of no one knows what the best selling games of 2008 is. Okay, here we go. Best selling game of 2008 mystery. It's We Play or Grand Theft Auto Four. Steve Totillo says um, the MPD group released the top a list of the top ten best selling games of 2008. And the winner is, we don't know. At first glance, the, cra- the crown seems to belong to Wii Play, which sold 500, 500, 5.28 million units in the U.S. in 2008, according to the MPD. But add up the two Grand Theft Auto scores below for the Xbox 360 and PS3 version of the game, and you get 5.18 million units for that series, which is about 100,000 units difference. That doesn't make the Wii Play the winner, though, because Grand Theft Auto... The Grand Theft Auto set does not include the December release of the PC version of Grand Theft Auto four. If that mm-hmm. game sold more than a hundred thousand units, then it would have edged out we play. Multiplayer contacted an NPD rep to find out those Grand Theft Auto PC sales, but the group won't be able to private them today. Grand Theft Auto make Grand Theft Auto Maker Rockstar games could not be reached by the press by press time either, until then we don't have a winner. <laughs> I I'm just because of my disdain well, I think that I honestly think That it's funny that it takes three consoles or three platforms to take over WePlay. I guess on the surface that's amusing, but the reason why I see this as completely legitimate, and I don't like not not illegitimate, but like the reason why I don't, I guess I don't find it as funny is the fact that like had, um, had the three sixty been like okay, had Grand Theft Auto released for a single platform. Mm-hmm. and the people who wanted Grand Theft Auto owned the platform for which it released on, we'd see the same situation where Grand Theft Auto sold 5 point whatever million because people want the game. It's like when people bought Halo, they bought them in a 5 million five million unit chunk, though that was global, so that's kind of different, but you get where I'm going at here. It Yeah, you're saying that people are going to buy Grand Theft Auto regardless. That means the number would be the same, although it wouldn't be spread out among... Three platforms. Right. It's it's been it only released on one platform. It's yeah. It's because people have so a lot of people either have a PS3 or a 360, and so to 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 kind of like say that well this version only sold this much and therefore the game didn't win. I think you know would kind of be unfair from like a, for like if a journalist were to write up oh you know Grand Theft Auto paled in comparison to Wii Play. No, no, because dude owns a PS3, dude owns a 360. One person's going to get it for PS3. One person's going to get it for 360. What matters is that the game sold. Um, Yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, Exactly what you're saying. Because I I was originally thinking, well, you know, this doesn't count because it's Grand Theft Auto for each particular platform. All the money's going to the same people. So it does count, you know? I'm I'm kind of saying what you're saying, that it's split up among different platforms. I'm sorry. I had to blow my nose. I'm sorry. Um, the game is still the same. Right. Your silence was like kind of scary. i was like, uh, I am saying the right thing, right? No, you are. No, you, you exactly are. I think we're agreeing. Okay, so I don't have to repeat myself. But no. To say, no, no, no. I just blew my nose. I think that it, it is. Well, before you go on, it is funny just to see. It's like like without actually thinking about it at first. It's like, 360 plus PC plus PS3 are catching up to Wii, kind of. We don't know yet, and and not even not even catching up to weed, but catching up to like we play of all things. It's not like you know, um, you know, Zelda, Smash Brothers, Mario Galaxy, or something like that. You know, a game that actually has substance. Right. <clears throat> but this is just, you fucking play. But anyway, one thing I wanted to say was that I think that it had Grand Theft Auto only come out for PS3. I think we would see lower numbers because of the fact that there are people who do own a 360 and not a PS3 and would not buy a sure. PS3 for Grand Theft Auto. I think that would have created PS3 sales, but, but I don't think it would have sold five million. Right. What I no, I definitely agree with you there. I think it's different. It's a, it, it's different, kind of different than what I what I was saying because what I what I meant was that like, um, had it been in a situation where the platform on which Grand Theft Auto released was the only platform to get those type of games. So what I meant was, oh, like if there there was, right, because there's only Wii. Wii is sitting there by itself Mm -hmm. because it's this different type of platform. But 360, PS3, and PC, real-time strategy games notwithstanding, are very similar. Mm -hmm. So if you lump that up into one, if you lump that into the quote, unquote hardcore platform versus the casual platform, and you said, and we lived in a world where we have a Wii, and then we have our killing box. <laughs> in that <laughs> <Our> killing box, <laughs> in that situation, and I know this is, is, is incredibly hypothetical, but sometimes you have to think about it in this way because of the, of the way things are shaking out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You will, you would have seen Grand Theft Auto sell just as many units because that was the only game, that was the only platform in town. Exactly. Yep. Not not just understand. not just, and this is a clarification for listeners out there: not just for where you could get Grand Theft Auto, but Period. That's the only platform for video for video games,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I shouldn't say for video games. I say this is the only platform for hardcore video games. And nice. the Wii Play is the only platform for waggle video games. The DS is the only platform for touchscreen, touchscreen, touchscreen video games. And no, I'm not going to talk about iPhone yet until it gets like something that I'm actually interested in. Fuck you, Apple. Um, but uh, yeah, you know that's what I meant basically. But I, you're certainly right that if PS3 was the only system that had Grand Theft Auto, like, I'm sure a lot of 360 people would just kind of be like, eh, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. I'll go play Gears instead. Um, but, I mean, let's, let's take a look. Okay. Wikipedia.org. I just want to see these numbers now. Nintendo DS. Oh, Lifetime? Uh, yeah. Uh, units sold. Uh, see, this is where I come into a problem. Uh, D- oh, actually, they break it down by details. Okay, never mind. Uh, DS Lite, DS Lite. Tell me DS Lite. I don't want to know DS Fat. Um, main article: Nintendo DS Lite. Okay, they have a separate Wikipedia article. Okay, good. Units sold as of September 30th, 2008, is 65.51 million units. And so after the pa- after I-, I forgot what the October numbers were, so we have to fact that in there. But after the November and the uh, December numbers, what's that, uh, 1.5 and and 3 million, 4.5, we're sitting at 70 million plus whatever happened in October. And that's kind of insane. Uh, Let me see what the Game Boy Advance was. Game Boy Advance. Worldwide, all versions combined was 81.36 million. That was over 10 years, right? Uh... Over to date, it would be over about eight and a half. Okay. Um, and the PlayStation Two, I spelled it PlayStation. Excellent. Shut up, Uh <laughs> Units sold: one hundred and forty million over uh, over eight years. And <laughs> still counting. Yeah. Now, the problem is, I don't know if this includes the uh, the Slim Line. Oh, I think. It- well, what is the date to date is to uh, July 20th, July 20th, my birthday, what, 2008, <laughs> like my birthday? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't think, I think they stopped selling the big PS2s in, what, oh, six? quite a while ago, yeah, quite a while. Yeah. So it's going to include, you know, the slimming. So, so over day. eight years, over eight years, that's 140 million. Uh, now I'm curious about Wii. Uh this is a silver looking me they have here uh units sold units shipped. it only has units shipped. What the hell <laughs> uh, I would bet that at this point it's probably not that much of a difference that's true thirty five million I'm rounding up plus the uh what was it two million and two million um I don't know the the, the, M- the year percent. record is ten million ten point seventeen million this year. Why don't I open up the story that I posted for us? <laughs> okay, so I think you had to click on the December MPD. Yeah, two million. Yeah, two million and two million approximately. So four million. So that means to date, without October, we're sitting at uh, 38 million. So we're almost hitting the 40 million mark. Uh, and this is a. I think I don't know. See, I don't even know what region, if this is worldwide or whatnot. But anyway, that's. I I, I want to see if anything can be thrown PS2, because that, if I could, you know. Defect- yeah, the biggest monster defective, defective consoles and replacement fats for the slim lines, notwithstanding, that's a lot. A <laughs> hundred and forty yeah. million is kind of big. True, sort I of, maybe. Sure. I, mean, I mean, still, it's 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 a matter of the perfect consoles and the exchange agreement model. Yeah. So a lot of those hundred and forty are probably not even in existence. Probably the you know the true install base is probably. Just, more along lines of 110. Right. But still, that's a oh, whole That's yeah. That's kind of big. That is huge. Uh, all right, I'm going to check the mailbag for any stragglers, uh, and I put the incorrect password in there. Mailbag, mailbag. Everybody loves the particle bag. Mailbag, particle man. That has nothing to do with each other. Particle bag, particle bag. Email sending to mailbag. Inbox seven messages but they're all spam okay Wonderful. nobody uh no new messages so that's uh, that's all good uh, so to, to to finish off congratulations to uh, austin light for winning one of my games uh i will get uh a list of games to you that you can choose from uh they will probably all be shitty no they, they won't be mm-hmm. uh, i don't i don't buy too many shitty games uh taste varied taste notwithstanding but uh, yes, I will send you a list of that. Um, and uh, for those of you who entered, thank you. Uh, we have a Final Fantasy Decidia potion to give away. If you want to drink you something. Do. Yeah, if you want to drink something that's really disgusting tasting. So um, I don't know. I will say this. Okay, okay, how about this? I'm not going to say it for next episode because by the time you hear this, it'll probably already be Friday. But for the 122nd episode, send in uh send in uh, 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 I'm trying to think i don't want to just make it a regular mailbag question uh here we go send in no more than uh no more than um five hundred words on send a five hundred word short story on the city of potion <laughs> And why you want it. No, not even why you want it. Just send why in it tastes story. so good to you. Why just send in any <laughs> short story. It could be why you want it. It could be why it tastes so good. Or it could be a story about how it in your tummy. Or it could be a story about how the potion was walking down the street one day and picked up a prostitute. It could be anything like that. Just write a story Read a story about yeah. how the potion moves from your tummy to your bladder. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> write a short story about that and we will dedicate a big chunk of time in episode 122. Again, if all goes to plan, episode 122 will be recorded on January 31st. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving on the 31st. Oh. Then, um, okay. So, it will yeah. be, you will have until either the weekend, that weekend, which is January 31st or, or February 1st. Mm-hmm or until the next week and after that. So basically, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll remind people, we'll, we'll get it down by next week, by by the, the episode that airs on the 24th, but you will have, you, basically, what I'm saying is you have more than a week to write down 500 words on a short, uh, a 500 word short story on the of Potion. About Anything. what color you think your pee will be without this of <laughs> <Dissidia> Potion. <laughs> um, it can be, it can be, uh, it can be shorter than 500 words. I would venture to say that the shorter if if you go way too short like like 100 words you might not make us laugh because the more words you have there the more opportunity there is to make us laugh at the same time the more words you waste the more bored we'll get with it so find a nice balance if you think you could put up the best story in 150 words have at it if you think it'll take you one word have at it and we won't send it to you because that's just cheating if you think it'll take you 1500 words don't bother, because we're not going to read 1,500 words on the air. It's not happening. We probably speak 1,500 words in the first half hour. Yeah. Where do we send um, where do we send these entries again, Al? Mailbag at trygames.net. And how do you spell it in English? It can be spelled one of two ways. M-A-I-L bag or M-A-L-E bag if you like those things. <laughs> okay. So mailbag at triagons.net send in your entries for the Final Fantasy Decidia potion. Um, talk about which hole the Final Fantasy <laughs> Decidia potion will come out of after you drink it. <laughs> <laughs> talk about talk about whether or not it will make Al's hairwig available to Tony. If you drink it. <laughs> <laughs> or you can call, you can give it a name. You can call it Final Fantasy Potion Decidia Ramirez Chang. And that'll be your story. Mm -hmm. How I got adopted by an Asian and a Dominican and became a potion to heal taste buds. By me. By me. me. Where should they go to watch you eat cake and and, and play guitar? They should go to the site that was plugged earlier, xlm2k.blogspot.com. I want followers. I want comments. I'm starting not to want to update unless I have comments on the previous (laughs) blog because I don't believe anybody's reading it reading it because so I can waste my time it's okay because <laughs> I have plenty of time to waste Like I read it and I comment I, I'm not enough for you I hear that I, I see how it is well I need more people I see how it is it's okay I, follow my blog I'm there's a link it. on the right hand side just follow it so I can see so I can know that I have fans <laughs> um yeah And then there's Dr. Fishy Pants, who, you know, he he serenades his ladies with his fishy pants. That's kind of disgusting. Uh, DrFishyPants.com. And then there's uh, Riven's Facebook page, uh, Pete Valucci, two L's, two C's. And then again, uh, a little shout out to Digimatrix's uh, podcast in which he deliberates on the 2008 Games of the Year. Is it too human? I haven't heard it yet. I'm guessing it's too human. I'm just kidding. Okay. I on his blog, so. gamespot.com slash user slash digi underscore matrix. Digi as in digital, matrix as in whoa. <laughs> uh, I know Kung Fu. Kung Fu. I you can't act. show. Uh, so that's it for Al. No, you don't. <laughs> what? I've been your host <laughs>
0: all
1: I didn't, I didn't remove it. I just extended it. So now it's pointing out instead of pointing toward me like a hook.
0: Because you can't say penis.